Hello, and welcome to The Open Storybook. I'm your narrator, Glenn, and now, it's story time. In this episode of The Open Storybook, we are living high on the hog with the story of the three little pigs. As we'll often find with these stories, if we don't always find it, this once again has a familiar Disney adaptation. In 1933, as part of its Silly Symphony series of cartoon shorts, Walt Disney released Three Little Pigs. That short went on to win the Academy Award for Best Animated Short Film the following year and has since been selected by the Library of Congress for preservation in the National Film Registry. It was one of Disney's most successful shorts of that time. It's definitely worth a look, and it is available to stream on Disney Plus if you happen to have that service. The success of Three Little Pigs led Disney to create several sequels, spawning iterations of the characters for years to come, not to mention all of the knockoffs from the other cartoon studios as success will often cause. Interestingly, at least for me, uh, the Big Bad Wolf character is more ingrained into my mind than that of the Three Little Pigs themselves. Regardless, as is often the case, Disney's version of this story became the popular telling, and it's likely what most people think of when they imagine the story of the Three Little Pigs. Also, as is often the case, the original story, which we're about to read, is in fact quite a bit different than that Disney representation. I'll avoid spoiling anything, and I'll leave discussion of the specific differences until after I've read the story. Uh, for the more sensitive audience members, I will mention that the unsuccessful animals are not granted an escape, but are instead, well, I mean, they're eaten, to be blunt. I mean, after all, wolves and pigs are not exactly known for being picky about what they'll eat. They'll get their meals where they can. So just be warned about that. And before we get started with the story, I'll mention once again that you can contact me by emailing storybook at backstage.link. Feel free to suggest a story for me to read, provide further insight on what's already been read, or just give me some general feedback. I'm still feeling my way with this, trying to determine what the best format for it all is, so any and all feedback is appreciated. The podcast's website is also now up and running, so you can find that by going to storybook.com. Dot backstage dot link. That's not dot com, dot org, dot net, any of that. It's dot link. Storybook dot backstage dot link. Okay, now with all of that business out of the way, let's begin with this episode's story. The Story of the Three Little Pigs Once upon a time, there was an old sow with three little pigs and as she had not enough to keep them, she sent them out to seek their fortune. The first that went off met a man with a bundle of straw, and said to him, Please, man, give me that straw to build me a house. Which the man did, and the little pig built a house with it. Presently came along a wolf, and knocked at the door, and said, Little pig, little pig, let me come in. To which the pig answered, no, no, by the hair of my chinny-chin-chin. Then chin. I'll huff, and I'll puff, and I'll blow your house in, said the wolf. So he huffed, and he puffed, and he blew his house in, and ate up the little pig. 
the second pig met a man with a bundle of gorse, and said, Please, ma'am, give me that gorse to build a house. Which the man did, and the pig built his house. Then along came the wolf, and said, Little pig, little pig, let me come in. No, by the hair of my chinny-chin-chin. Then I'll puff, and I'll huff, and I'll blow your house in. So he huffed, and he puffed, and he puffed, and he huffed, and at last he blew the house down, and ate up the second little pig. The third little pig met a man with a load of bricks, and said, Please, man, give me those bricks to build a house with. So the man gave him the bricks, and he built his house with them. So the wolf came, as he did to the other little pigs, and said, Little pig, little pig, let me come in. No, no, by the hair of my chinny-chin-chin. Then I'll huff, and I'll puff, and I'll blow your house in. Well, he huffed, and he puffed, and he huffed, and he puffed, and he puffed, and he huffed, but he could not get the house down. When he found that he could not, with all his huffing and puffing, blow the house down, he said, Little pig, I, I know where there is a nice field of turnips. Where? said the little pig. Oh, in Mr. Smith's home field. And if you will be ready tomorrow morning, I will call for you, and we will go together and get some for dinner. Very well, said the little pig. I will be ready. Oh, what time do you mean to go? Oh, at six o'clock. Well, the little pig got up at five, and got the turnips, and was home again before six. When the wolf came, he said, Little pig, are you ready? Ready? said the little pig. I have been and come back again, and got a nice pot full for dinner. The wolf felt very angry at this, but thought that he would be up to the little pig somehow or other. So he said, Little pig, I know where there is a nice apple tree. Where? said the pig. Uh, down at Merry Garden, replied the wolf. And if you will not deceive me, I will come for you at five o'clock tomorrow, and we will go together and get some apples. Well, the little pig woke at four the next morning, and bustled up, and went off for the apples, hoping to get back before the wolf came. But he had farther to go and had to climb the tree, so that just as he was coming down from it, he saw the wolf coming, which, as you may suppose, frightened him very much. When the wolf came up, he said, Little pig, what? Are you here before me? Are they nice apples? Yes, uh, very, said the little pig. I will throw you down one. And he threw it so far that, while the wolf was gone to pick it up, the little pig jumped down and ran home. The next day, the wolf came again and said to the little pig, Little pig, there is a fair in the town this afternoon. Will you go? Oh, yes, said the pig. I will go. What time shall you be ready? At three, said the wolf. So the little pig went off before the time as usual and got to the fair and bought a butter churn and was on his way home with it when he saw the wolf coming. Then he could not tell what to do. So he got into the churn to hide and in doing so turned it round and it began to roll and roll down the hill with the pig inside it which frightened the wolf so much that he ran home without going to the fair. He went to the little pig's house, 
and told him how frightened he had been by a great round thing which came down the hill past him. Then the little pig said, Ha! I frightened you, did I? And I had been to the fair and bought a butter churn, and when I saw you I got into it and rolled down the hill. Then the wolf was very angry indeed, and declared he would eat up the little pig, and that he would get down the chimney after him. When the little pig saw what he was about, he hung on the pot full of water, and made up a blazing fire, and, just as the wolf was coming down, took off the cover of the pot, and in fell the wolf. And the little pig put on the cover again in an instant, boiled him up, and ate him for supper, and lived happily ever after. And that was the story of the three little pigs. Some of the main differences that you might have found between that and Disney's Three Little Pigs were that, as I mentioned before, instead of escaping, the foiled animals are all eaten, right from the first two pigs down to the wolf himself. Unable to blow down the brick pig's house, the wolf tries to trick the pig, rather than just repeatedly trying to blow it down, and then the pig tricking the wolf, as happens in the Disney version. And of course, in the Disney version, the first two pigs each escape to each other's houses and then to the Brick's house so that they all survive. Now, my memories of Three Little Pigs were that this was a tale of hard work, being that the Straw House Pig and the Stick House Pig did not work as hard as the Brick House Pig, and therefore they were foiled. But rather than being a tale of hard work, this version of The Three Little Pigs is a tale of intelligence, of thought. The third little pig outsmarts the wolf, despite repeated attempts by the wolf. While the intelligence and quick thinking generally result in victory, dumb luck also does factor in, because these pigs built their houses on what was available to them. The first pig found availability of straw, the second pig the availability of sticks. So they didn't work hard to get it, they didn't think it through and go, oh hey, bricks are stronger than straw, right? So is this a classic lesson fairy tale? Oh, it does promote the virtues of intelligence, right? So maybe it's teaching the lessons of intelligence. But that luck factor seems to indicate that there's more at play here than your traditional lesson. This is an early multifaceted story. It's possibly providing entertainment above teaching. Of course, there certainly is value in entertainment. There was back then, just as well as there is now, and hopefully I've entertained you with this story, and hopefully you'll tune in next month for another episode. Until then, I'm your narrator, Glenn, wishing you good listening and good reading. You've been listening to The Open Storybook. Narration, recording, and editing was by Glenn Reed. The Open Storybook theme was written and recorded by James P. Balseric. The Open Storybook is a backstage production. Today we read The Story of the Three Little Pigs, taken from English Fairy Tales, edited by Joseph Jacobs. You can visit us online at storybook.backstage.link or contact us via email at storybook at backstage.link. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already, 
and please tell a friend about us. Please join us next episode as we read further from The Open Storybook. <music>